Hey, this is Neil Mackay, your host of a Vietnam podcast. Now, before we get started on this episode, I wanted to share with you about one of my favorite affiliate partners, and that is Fiverr. I've been using Fiverr for years for everything from ordering YouTube thumbnails to keyword research, writing podcast articles, even to Canva designs and thumbnails and more. So whether you're a budding entrepreneur, a podcaster, or anyone in between, Fiverr has got you covered. It really is the go-to platform if you want to find freelancers offering a massive range of services to help you on any project. Maybe you need a stunning new logo or just a short animation, whatever you need, you can find it on Fiverr. What I love the most is how easy Fiverr makes it to connect with talented freelancers from around the world, all at prices that will fit whatever your budget is. Plus, with Fiverr's secure payment system, you can trust that your transactions are safe and secure. No dodgy people you meet on Facebook groups that disappear with your money and never give you what you want. What, that's only happened to me? As an affiliate partner, I will get a small commission if you use the link and at no extra cost to you. As an affiliate partner, I will get a small commission if you click my link and you buy something, all at no extra cost to you. And best of all, you will be directly supporting the making of this podcast that you're listening to for free, but it is not free to make. So why we head over to somewhere that you've probably never been before. It's called the show notes. So whatever app you're listening in, if it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anything at all, head to the show notes, click on my special link, and then you can browse thousands of gigs ready to help you with your next project. And now let's dive into today's episode. Let's go. Thank you for listening to a Vietnam podcast by 7 Million Bikes. We share the stories of people with a love for Vietnam. My name is Neil Mackay and I'm your host. I've lived in Vietnam since 2016 and first started this podcast to know more about this crazy, bustling, energetic city I was living in called Saigon and the people that lived there. As the show has grown, we now talk to people from all over the world who have a Vietnam story to share, whether they are locals, foreigners, Vietnamese overseas or Viet Qs. In season 5, we spoke to Nhi Mai, a Swiss born and raised Viet Q, who decided to live in Saigon to discover more about her roots and give her another perspective of her motherland. She created a YouTube channel called Now on Nhi to give insight into her life as a Viet Q slash expat in Saigon. I was lucky enough to be a guest on her show and this was the first YouTube interview I had ever done. Nhi wanted to talk to me about how I ended up in Vietnam after living in different countries across the world, the journey of my podcast, and how 7 Million Bikes started hosting comedy shows. Nhi has become a good friend and is an amazing person who at the moment has sadly gone back to Switzerland, but we look forward to welcoming her back to Vietnam soon. While we are between seasons at the moment, Nhi has allowed us to share with you the audio from that interview. So for the first time on a Vietnam podcast ever, you will hear me being interviewed. Thanks, Nhi. Come back soon and enjoy the episode taken from the Now on Yi YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe 
There's a link in the show notes. I'm leaving the announcer at left and I moved it down again. end. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, I'm a total diva. A little diva here. All right, that's better. Than you ready? Yeah. It's Niall. Neil. <laughs> it's Neil Mackay. Neil Mackay. It's Neil Mackay. Okay, again. Hi everyone and welcome back to my channel Now or Me. Today I have another interview for you guys. It is Neil Mackay. Hello. Hello. Hello, how's it going? Good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Very glad we could make it today. We are sitting in this quite new coffee in Taudian, right? Yeah. It's your friend's coffee. Yeah, old ladies drinkery, South African cafe. It's cool. It's really nice and it's really quiet also. Until we got here. Until we got here. Yeah. I hope that the audio today is going to be perfect. We ordered uh, our coffee, iced latte, and a cappuccino. Double shot cappuccino. Mm -hmm. This is the Adri special if you want to ask for the Adri special. So before we go into the main topic, which is your passion um, for podcast and comedy, I want to know who is Neil? So I'm from Glasgow in Scotland originally. and. Uh, I left when I was like 20 years old, I went to America, then I went to Australia, then New Zealand, then ended up in Vietnam, so I've been all over the world, and so uh, it's been a crazy, crazy 20 years. This sounds like a very interesting life that you are living. Uh, how did you end up in Vietnam? We came here on vacation, actually, first of all, and then we wanted to do like a year-long trip around Europe. Uh, my wife and I, we wanted to do a year-long trip around Asia. And so we did Thailand, we did Malaysia, then we came to Vietnam. And we were going to, well, we did our teacher training here in Vietnam. And then we were going to move on to the next country, keep traveling, and then go back to New Zealand. And uh, like most people, or like many people, came to Vietnam for about six weeks. And five years later, we're still here. As some of you might know or might not know, I did an episode with Seven Million Fights, which is Neil's podcast. How did that actually go? Did, did someone listen to the podcast? That's going really well. I had feedback's been really good. And it, yeah, people what? love it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I really enjoyed it as well. The topic, you have a very pleasant voice, which is helpful for your YouTube channel. Speaking in one of your five languages, which is, is very impressive. So, you know, I actually had an email from a listener saying they very much enjoyed listening to you. And it wow. must have been very well. Oh, thank you yeah. very much. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, I will link it down below. You should check it out. So today it's my turn yeah. to host you. <laughs> um, tell us a bit about Seven Million Bytes. Well, so it started off as just a, a hobby. So about, well, coming up nearly two years ago, my wife worked on Sundays and I had Sundays off. I was getting to the point where I was so bored. I would just go out on my bike, motorbike for a drive and drive all the way to like D7 and Yabe and back just because I had nothing else to do, you know, which makes me sound like a, a loser and then no friends. <laughs> and I really enjoyed podcasts. I've always loved podcasts since like way back in university. Ricky Gervais was one of the first podcasts I listened to with Carl Pilkington and Stephen Merchant. And a lot of people will know those podcasts. Yeah, one day I was doing the dishes and I was like, I should just do a podcast. Like how hard can it be? And the thing with podcasts is it's quite a low barrier to entry, right? Like you, you really just need a microphone. 
depends how good you want to make it. So some people will go full out and get a studio and all of this stuff. But in the beginning, I was like, I just need to buy a microphone and then set it up. And so then in that same kind of thought process, I was like, well, what would the name be? And then I think I just read something that there was seven and a half million motorbikes in Saigon. And so I was like, ah, seven million bikes, that will do. I'm one of these people, I don't really think too much about gas. Like I just like, so I had the name, I looked up a microphone on Lazada, which broke after like six months. So that wasn't great. But, uh, and then just started making episodes and, and went from there. So you just started from scratch. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had to do a lot of research. So one of the exciting things now is I'm actually being hired to help a company make their own podcast. So I'm now producing podcasts for other people. And I didn't realize that all the things I've been learning over the last couple of years as a hobby was actually like a skill. Yes. How do you get it uploaded to all the different websites? What, what force do you use? Just all these kind of like logistical things. Like it isn't as simple as you would just think, like I just make a recording and then poof, yeah. it's in the internet. A lot of words. See, there's a difference, right, but I guess between a perfection. So I don't like to do it like perfectly. But I like to do it as best I can in the time limit with the resources that I have. I see. So that's maybe not going to be perfect, yeah. but it'll be as good as it can be. So I started off um, doing them at home. It's a really nice story, and I shared this on my podcast recently. So my, my friend Lewis, who's now basically the producer of the podcast, and his wife Kim came over to my house, and he was showing me how to set up the microphone and do all the sound and things like that. And so I recorded his wife just in my living room just to test the sound of the room and things like that. And she, she studied in the UK for seven years. She's been to me. She's just been really interesting point of view on life about being an overseas Vietnamese student. What, not, what was that like? The challenges, things like this. So we ended up having about half an hour conversation, which was really interesting. Then we moved to the bedroom. I interviewed Lewis because we were just testing the sound. Yeah. Again, so interesting, so funny. He had all these funny stories about, he went to, this is still one of the funniest stories I've ever heard. He went to an art exhibit like installation mm -hmm. performance yes and it was microphones these super sensitive microphones set up and they were recording the sound of the plant growing no way yeah. can you hear that apart with these microphones but that you just sat there and so these were just meant to be tests yes and it was so interesting it was like so let's use these as episode i wanted to interview people who had a story to share, regardless of who you are, expat or local or wherever you're from in the world, everyone's got another layer, right? But I was beginning to realize that so many people in Saigon had that extra layer, but no one knew about it. Yeah. So that was kind of the idea as well. So I was interviewing people like J.K. Hobson, who was the first person on the show. He's a comedian, he's a teacher, he's a Fulbright scholar, but he'd also been in a as he calls it, what's what the phrase he was in? Moderately famous band from like the 90s, maybe the 2000s. Was it the 90s? Because about 40 guests now. I've interviewed yeah. people from all over the world. I've interviewed wow. people in Ireland, people in um, New York. And then just the main thread is that they have a connection to me. Um, maybe the next big step is trying to interview more well-known guests. Yeah. And I enjoy interviewing anyone. So it's not like I want to interview famous people, mm -hmm. but I really think that's probably going to be the next the way that, to take it up to the next level. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm not famous enough yet to make this blow up. Uh, one day, sorry. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe one day you'll get famous. Maybe. Yeah, and this video is going to blow up. You get like a, an email in five years. To yeah. like, your video just hit one million. I'm yeah. never going to be famous. Don't worry. Seven million bites first was a Saigon podcast. 
Yeah, so that was that because it was just based in Saigon. It was his name was Seven Million Bytes Saigon Podcast. But then it started to grow, and I was, as I said, I was interviewing guests from overseas and even people based in um, Da Nang. And then I looked at where the listeners were coming from, and they were from all over Vietnam and all over the world as well, actually. And so in the beginning of this year, in January, we decided to change the name to a Vietnam podcast, which seems to resonate. Yeah. Is the content that you create on your podcast always Vietnam related or how do you choose the people on your podcast? And um, I get asked that question a lot recently and I don't have like a strict criteria. It's just basically, can you talk and are you connected to Vietnam in some way? Speaking about podcasts in Vietnam, but mm. in Vietnam, how is the scene? Like, are there many, do you have competitors or do you have, I don't know, how, how, how is the podcast in Vietnam? One of the best ways to promote your podcast apparently, what I read is that, um, that someone comes on your channel and then you promote them and vice versa. So like we're doing right now, like right? Collaboration. Collaboration. Right? Yeah. I, I, the analogy that really stuck in my head was it said the, the rising tide floats all ships. Mm-hmm. So the, if we, all the podcasts do well, they'll all do better. So it's not about like trying to compete for listeners because chances are if someone likes my podcast, I mean, they listen to podcasts, so they might more than likely to listen to someone else's. I did look around to see like who else is doing a podcast. And thankfully that time, I think there was only one in English language anyway. There might have been more Vietnamese, but I'm not sure. So there's maybe right about 10, less than 10 English language ones. Yeah. There's quite a lot of Vietnamese language ones, but I don't know what they talk mm. about. I don't know what it was exactly. It was a statistic or something that you posted on your Facebook about for a ranking or something. Yeah. What was that exactly? Well, <laughs> there's two things I found out recently. One was that, yeah, I peaked at number six in Vietnam on an Apple podcast chart. Wow. Which is pretty awesome. That's great. Yeah. yeah pretty number awesome. six in Vietnam. Yeah. Not every week, but that was my yeah. top, top chart. I peaked at number six. Yeah. But then the one that like blew my mind was I found some website called listennotes.com, which I'd never heard of. And it said uh, 2 million bikes was in the top 10% of podcasts in the world. What? Yeah. That, that, that. Wow. Yeah. So there's 2 million podcasts in the world. So that means I'm one of 200,000, which sounds less impressive. What do you think made your podcast so popular? I'm a shameless promoter. <laughs> So you're like a spammer on every Facebook group and yeah. do you think that helps? I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I, I ask myself that question. Mm. Some people, and again, I read this on the groups, so like, how do you promote your podcast? I'm scared to like share it. I'm scared to put myself out there. And I'm just kind of one of these people that's like, meh. So I just like. We're talking about podcasts a lot now. Um, and you know what? Like I'm not really a podcast listener. Mm. Unless I know that person or it is like something that really interests me. Mm. I'm just more, I guess, on other media, yeah, like yeah. YouTube and Instagram. What do you think are the advantages or, or why should someone mm. to podcast? Well, it's funny because I think I was in my, my grandpa was talking to the last week about my podcast. And he said to me, what time is it on at? Ah. And I think, no, no, it's like. It's like, Always. It's like the radio on the internet, you can listen to it anytime you want. So, but to, to answer your question, so for me, I never watch YouTube, I never watch Instagram TV, and I know those are massive mediums, and I know there's so many people out there who, yeah. who watch that so much, hence why we're making a YouTube video right now, right? But from, that's just not me, because I never had the time to sit 
and watch a video. But I have time to, like like I mentioned, do the dishes. I can listen to a podcast. I can be working on the computer, listening to a podcast. My sister has, like, um, what do you call them? Waterproof headphones. So you could, you could, you could swim and listen. I've never done that. Wow. I could swim and listen to a podcast. All I mostly would do is when I'm driving. Here. Yeah. So I don't listen to music generally because I find it distracting and I, I want to hear what's going on around me. I can listen to a podcast while I'm driving as well. So I just, that's the main thing for me is the difference. You can do it while you're doing other things. Besides being a podcast host, mm -hmm. I know that you also do comedy. Mm, I do. Where does this come from? Has it always been a passion? Yeah, always. I mean, we've got a rich comedic history in Scotland. You know, comedy and stand-up comedy is just ingrained in our DNA and in our nature. And then we've got Billy Connolly, who most people will know, I would imagine, who Billy Connolly is. He's from Glasgow like me. He's just literally like a god in Scotland. He's just the most talented, funny person in the world. And so just growing up from a young age, stand-up comedy is just something that's really natural. As I grew older and listened to things like Phil Hicks and George Carlin and Lenny Bruce, people who use comedy to, to make a social message. Yeah. That was when it really got me hooked was like, oh, these guys can like talk about some really deep topics that really resonate with you. I've not become the comedian I thought I would become, but I think I've now become more like Billy Connolly, who's my hero, who just, he just tells stories and silly jokes. So I'm not comparing myself to Billy Connolly because that's incomparable, but in style of comedy. I didn't know before I knew you that mm. there was like such a big comedy scene in Thailand, <laughs> in Vietnam. Like, uh, I saw your performance uh, two weeks ago. The lineup was uh, impressive. Yeah. So much fun. I used to offer a charity. I put on a charity comedy show, a couple of them, because one, I love comedy, and one or oh, two, I've, I knew how to put on events, and three, it was a good way to raise money. But then from then, I was like, well, why don't I just put on my own shows? So I started putting on my own shows, and now I organize. Then Seven Million Bikes grew from just being a podcast to being comedy shows as well. What kind of people are coming to these shows? Or is it mostly expats? Mm, mostly, yeah, yeah. I'd say probably 80 to 90% expats. For the show that you came to, we did some advertising in Vietnamese, um, obviously making it clear that comedy was going to be in English, but there's obviously so many people here that speak English and also are exposed to Western culture, like so Netflix comedies and YouTube comedies and whatnot. I'd love to have Vietnamese comedians perform. But they've all gone to Buffalo in Vietnamese. Is there anything that you kind of wish more of in the podcast or in the comedy scene from Vietnam? Mm. You are the prime example when you said, I never knew that this comedy scene existed. It's the most common feedback we get. So for me, obviously, like I'm surrounded by it day and night. I could tell you what show is on tonight, tomorrow, every night. There's basically a comedy show on nearly every night, every district. What about the future of 7 Million Bites? Uh, do you have any upcoming projects or is your dream with 7 Million Bites? Um, well, we've got season six coming up soon, so we'll start recording that in uh, early May. The comedy show is now, we've got, got four a month that I do in Saigon. Just get more people to know about comedy, come out to shows. You Honestly, you'll have such a great time if you come out. I think the thing which maybe people would assume, which I would assume as well, that it's going to be amateur comedy. If you come out to any show in Saigon, it won't be like that. It's going to be the, the standard of 
comedy here and will, will absolutely shock you. This week I'm now flying up to Da Nang in Hoi An, so I've got three shows in Central Vietnam. Wow. That was really exciting. I got invited to go up there and do shows. Thank you so much, Neil, for taking your time to join me today. It was very interesting to know more about what, why you're laughing. Because you can't get my name right. Thank you for having me on it. It's been awesome. It was my first YouTube interview. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed that. Check out 7 Million Banks. Can you tell the viewers where they can find you? Yeah, sure, sure. So you can Facebook, Instagram. There's some comedy videos on YouTube, so you can check them out. But I'm not a YouTuber like yourself. Um, I've got a website as well, 7millionbikes.com. You'll find all the events on there, all the events on Facebook. And, and come to our show. It'll be awesome to see you. You'll have a good time. Yeah, I will link everything down below. Thank you so much for watching and see you next time. Bye. You should go back to the beginning of this video. Get a bottle of booze. And every time we say the word podcast, you have to take a drink. That would be, yeah. Because it'll be smashed by me. Mm -hmm. many times we've said that or we've said that one about hundred times. Yeah. Thank you again to Nhi Mai for letting us share this episode. It was so much fun. Like I said, make sure you subscribe to the channel now on Nhi on YouTube. The links are in the show notes. Enjoy these bonus episodes while we get ready for season eight, starting in January 2022. Cheers. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're like me, you may use your laptop at places where you have to use public Wi-Fi. This opens you up to digital snoopers. It's a massive problem. It can be your internet service provider, or you know who, looking at what you do online, or a cyber criminal trying to steal your bank passwords or credit card info, or even a hacker at the next table trying to steal your sensitive data. These days, it is vital that you keep your data safe. NordVPN keeps all of these snoopers away. It makes your internet activity private, protects you from accessing dangerous websites that are fishing for your data, and lets you enjoy your favorite content securely, even while away from home. And it's easy to use, even I could use it. I've actually been using NordVPN for years now here in Vietnam, and I'm excited to be an affiliate partner with them. I've used NordVPN to watch Netflix, BBC, Disney Plus with ease. And I also know that my information and data are safe from prying eyes, whoever they may be. Join now and you'll get 68% off and three months free when you go to my link, nordvpn.com forward slash SMB. Just again, for those hard of hearing, nordvpn.com forward slash SMB. The link is also in the show notes. I know nobody checks them out, but go check that out and you can get the link from wherever you are listening to this podcast. As an affiliate partner, it also means that I will get a small commission when you sign up, but at no extra cost to you. So not only will you be getting a great deal through 7 Million Bikes, you get a great VPN and you'll be supporting 7 Million Bikes podcast. Stay safe online and enjoy the shows you love. Any questions, just let me know. You know how to get in touch with me. And thanks for listening to this show. Cheers.